0: Welcome to Five Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter, well, we're in chapter six, looking at verses two, three, and four. In these verses, we will read how the apostles handle the grievances and feelings of discrimination by the widows. The um, Greek widows felt that they were being discriminated against and that the um, Hebrew widows were being taken care of, you know, more, I guess, carefully. I don't know if that's the right word or not. But they felt like uh, they were being mishandled, that they were being... um, Left, you know, not given the same care. And the apostles had to handle the matter, taking away the cause of the murmuring. So let's listen to how the apostles handled it. This is uh, Acts chapter 6, verses 2, 3, and 4 from the New Living Translation. So the twelve called a meeting of all the believers. They said, We apostles should spend our time teaching the word of God, not running a food program. And so, brothers, select men who are well respected and are full of the spirit and wisdom. We will give them this responsibility. Then we apostles can spend our time in prayer and teaching the word. Again, that's Acts chapter 6, verses 2, 3, and 4, read from the New Living Translation. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast. Which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 6, verses 2 through 4, read from the New Living Translation. We do want to uh, pray for. The Buffalo Bills player, DeMar Hamlin, I'm uh, looking at the sports, and he was hit pretty hard and collapsed on the field. So we're praying for him right now. But let me go ahead and go into our notes, our insights for these pa- this passage. The Twelve called a meeting of all believers because the widows were complaining that their needs weren't being met equally. The um, Greek speaking believers complained about the Hebrew speaking believers. So the apostles had to kind of squash this. They needed to, you know, get to the root of this. They needed to put an end to it. They noted that they needed to, uh, to be preaching and teaching and not administering the food program. But for both physical energy and time restraints, it would be impossible for them to do both. And even in to you know, today's world, in today's church, you have groups and auxiliaries that handle the little uh things that need to be done, the little personal touches that, you know, the pastor and the leaders in the church, you know, they need to focus on preaching and teaching in um ministering in other ways and just imagine they're saying that the church had grown so much and there were so many widows and it's only 12 of them so of course it would make sense to delegate but let me continue so they you know it would just take a lot of physical energy and put constraints restraints on their time that they needed to spend in study and in Preaching and teaching because it said they went from house to house, so you can imagine how much time you're going to have if this is what you're doing every day. The reason was not that the apostles thought they were above the job, but they had been called to preach and teach the word of God, and that had to be their priority. The apostles explained that they would remain faithful to that calling prayer and the ministry of the word. And it wasn't practical to spend time administering to the needs of the the widows. And it went on to uh, say that a table at that time meant a place where the money changer, a money changer did his collecting or exchanging of money. And so that's how the deacon's office came into being. They were, uh, the deacons were elected to oversee the distribution of monies and provisions for the needy among the fellowship. And that's according to Ogilvy. But then it, uh, he says, they they tell them to seek out from among you 12 men. So it says, uh, possibly they chose seven, so that one would could oversee the needs of widows on a different day. Or seven is the number of, of Number of completeness is a perfect number. But anyway, the five requirements were clearly spelled out. They had to be believers. They're searching among themselves. They had to be men. And it's specific. The Greek term is for males. They had to be well-respected, full of the Holy Ghost, full of wisdom, demonstrating their ability to apply God's truth appropriately to life situations. So they couldn't be um, those who would, you know, choose one side over the other. They would weigh it, you know, judiciously. They'd be fair. And that's according to um, the Life Application Bible. So they wanted men to uh, who could handle this. And it said that seven was a typical number of men used to handle public business in Jewish towns. Uh, the qualifications list can be read in first Timothy verse three I mean chapter three verses eight through thirteen so the twelve are the apostles spoken to the to the general group they didn't choose them themselves they told them to go out and seek out who you feel and then we will vet them we'll do, you know we'll do the vetting. You just find them. And no doubt someone probably suggested that they should be doing it themselves, but they knew that, you know, they knew what they could do. Sometimes we accept a lot of things because we might feel bad about not doing it if someone asks us to do it. But they knew their limitations and they did not want to shortchange what God had for them to do, which was teach the word. Let's pray. father we're thanking you for your word we're thanking you for a picture of leaders leaders with understanding leaders with wisdom and we're thanking you for the picture of a congregation that follows leadership that doesn't fuss about what the leaders um choose to do and they actually um follow the guidelines set forth for them and father we thank you for leaders who know that their job is to preach and teach your word and to um, spread the gospel, and as we look at that, we're uh, looking at the voice of the martyrs, which I'll be sharing um, every night um, with all the, the countries that's on their list. And looking at Afghanistan, Afghanistan Christians cannot worship uh, openly; they have to worship in homes and other small venues, and evangelism is forbidden. So Father, we pray for peace, protection, and provisions for believers and their family. Father, it says that they are uh, tortured, they're beaten, they're kidnapped since the resurgence of the Taliban and radicalized Muslims. So God uh, wants that Christians convert from uh, Islam, that they're often killed by family members. So Father, we're praying for them. We're praying their protection. We pray for believers to gather in small groups for of prayer that you keep them safe, Father, for those frontline workers. And we're praying for Bibles to get into Afghanistan for those who are seeking in the name of Jesus. And Father, we're also stopping to pray for De- DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills. He was um, injured during Monday night football and in critical condition. So we're praying for him right now. Praying for total healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.